Hi everybody, welcome to Wrong Term Memory. As always, it's me, Jack. And it's me, Colin. And uh, we're back for another weekly episode of uh, Wrong Term Memory and our usual fun and nonsense. And as always, Jack, you've kind of put this stuff together. I've just a brief look at it, then it looks like lots and lots of fun. So I'm looking forward to it. How are yeah, you? Just a, yeah, not bad, man. I've had, this, I've had a cold for a couple of weeks, just feeling a bit rotten. But I think half of Britain's got it, to be honest. Yeah, there's a lot of it about. Um, like everybody seems to have it, or they're coming over it, or they had it during Christmas. It's just, I don't know, don't know what it is, mate. It's because we're not out and about as much, I guess. Yeah, I'm more susceptible to germs, I guess. I don't know, but I, I'm glad you're still here. I'm glad you've managed to survive it. Well, I've survived it. Like, like I don't feel. It's not. It's not like I feel absolutely rotten. It's just like the sniffles and shit like that. It's nothing. It's nothing OTT, but did we speak last week about like your phone being over aggressive or apps being over aggressive in advertising? Yep, absolutely did. And I did a little test and it, it happened. So I, I spoke about how much I needed slippers and how I wanted to try wearing slippers and I'd never worn slippers before and I thought they were for me, etc. Um, and I got slipper adverts on TikTok. Right, okay. So I was on Instagram just passing the time um, because you were late, but that, that's fine. I was late, busy, yeah, I apologise. I don't do you're it very bit, often. Uh, you're, a bit, you're a busy man. <laughs> and so I was just open Instagram, and for some reason I keep getting these ads for, like, dad fitness apps. <laughs> Is it the ones where it tells you your age at the start? No, I've seen, I've seen a few of them. It's like, uh, if you're 38, you can get X, Y, and Z or whatever. Yeah. No, it's more like, um, I would I would recommend this app to my dad. And it's like a guy doing fitness and shit like that. There's like three of them in a row on Instagram. And you know me. I don't do any fitness. I don't think I speak about fitness ever. You don't need to do any fitness, mate. You're a, a machine. I'm a, a, yeah, a fat machine. <laughs> For sake. I don't really, like, we, we, we kind of... You've I've I've screenshotted my like suggested posts on Instagram. That's a lot of sort of like girls and sort of like your big tits. Kind of, they're all in really unnatural positions. Like the way they stand, the way they sit, it's like what the, what the fuck is it like for? But I keep getting these things for watches and I swear to god I don't own a watch. I don't know why they keep pumping watches I my suggested a, posts. I liked a picture of a watch. It was a watch with like a it was a Casio, but it had a Tiffany Tiffany blue coloured screen right. or face. And uh, I've had nothing but adverts for watches like that since. Um, we used to do the, the Instagram discovery page thing quite often and compare what, what Instagram thought both was <laughs> interesting. I've not done it for a while, but I've just had a quick look and I've got Trainers, a girl with a big arse, yep. um, a hinge profile, Pepsi's new logo, Ange Postacoglu, Randy Orton, Sonia Cassidy from the EastEnders, one, two, three, four, five pairs of trainers, and some chicken nuggets and chips. Yeah. Like I said, I've got these girls like... I can't see that. Like... I don't. I don't know why she's standing in that position. It's just weird. Does she think it's boring? Yeah, Gary Neville. 
That's a Kubu. Gary Neville and the overlap stuff is coming up all the time in my various apps. The algorithm keeps bringing that to me. Yes, yeah, is it not like a kind of mix between um, the algorithm and people paying to get their stuff there? No. Yeah, there's a on TikTok. There's a wedding band that you can book to come and play at your wedding, and the singer, this quite tall girl with kind of um, peach coloured hair, and she's gorgeous. And I liked that advert by mistake, not realised it was an advert. I pressed the like button. Oh, no. I wanted her to appear in my algorithm more often. <laughs> now I get that advert constantly, every time I'm on TikTok. It doesn't bother me, because I, I like it. And funnily enough, they're singing um, Belinda Carlisle, Heaven is a Place on Earth. So oh, I, I right, look at this girl and sing the John Lundstrom song. But literally pressing like on an advert once brings that, to me, that same advert back to me constantly. I don't think I ever really like stuff like on Instagram. I seen a picture of the um you posted the other day of me and you and there's something wrong with my face, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't know if you if you filtered it like so no, like, I haven't, worry or something. I haven't. Like, no 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 <laughs> if I was going to filter it I would filter it for both of us so it wouldn't look odd. Uh, <laughs> I'm not I'm not alien to a filter, absolutely not. But no that's that was just the picture from Mr. Sings. <laughs> but <laughs> The way we were standing, you there must have been a window or something giving more light to me or less light to you or something mm. because it was really strange that picture. But I looked really good in it, which is why I put it up. It's, it's yeah. a really good picture of me. You did look, you did look good now, like a fucking amorphous blob of nothing. Yeah, it's <laughs> just a new logo for the podcast, actually. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I wouldn't normally put up a picture when somebody's like the lighting doesn't work for them at all, but. I did look ravishing in it, so I stuck it up. So, stuck it up. Yeah, stuck it up. Stuck it up. Yeah. Good stuff, good stuff. Pardon me, I need to go and mute until I cough. So um... that, I'll make some noises. So yeah, Jack's coughing just now. It probably sounds like this. <laughs> that's what that's what Jack coughing sounds like. Um, but he's back now. I found out the other day who Tom Holland's dad is. Um, Tom Holland as in Spider-Man or as Spider-Man. Uh, assigned to the high history Yeah, the Marvel guy. Um, he does stand up comedy, doesn't he? Yeah, Dominic Holland. Yeah, he does. He does stand up comedy, and quite a lot of his routine is about how his son's more successful than him. Yeah, he wrote a book. He wrote a book about it, I think. Oh, did he? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He got quite a lot of sort of backlash for it. Oh, did he really? Like, you, what? You, like you're just better. I said, what is it like? In reverse, nepo child. He's a nepo parent. Yeah, but almost like. But like he, he won the Perry Award, I think, like like thirty years ago now. Right. Back okay. in sort of 93, and you would sort of see him pop up on shit like Have a Good News For You, stuff like that. Oh, he's semi-famous in his own right then. I, yeah, like, when I seen the picture, I was like, no way, that's his dad, but yeah, There's been a big thing recently about Nepo kids. Um, yeah. Spearheaded, I think, quite a bit by Brooklyn Beckham. Um, right, okay. adventure, Brooklyn Beckham has now got a partnership with um, Uber Eats. And he's created a special menu, which is running for two weeks and two weeks only in London. Um, and he's he's created six dishes that you can order on Uber Eats, which are basically the signature dishes of Brooklyn Beckham. Um, and there's like chicken tikka masala. There's a English breakfast sandwich. Um, I can't remember the other things. They all sound just a bit silly. They're very expensive, and if you read into it. Brooklyn Beckham isn't cooking any of them, he's just overseeing the whole thing. 
you've got professional yeah. chefs in doing the cooking. Yeah, I think I think I heard that. So um, not that long ago, it was a it was a conversation on one of the podcasts I listened to just about Nepal children and like should you be annoyed by them or should you just accept it? Because like, if you go back through history, all of history was Nepal children. Like the royal family is probably the best example of it. Um, in the past, there would be really successful rich families, and they would just give their children like titles and jobs. Like you're now the the bishop of. East Latties, Renfrewshire, or something like that, and that's just how it was forever. So it's not really a new thing, but for some reason it seems to be really annoying people just now. I think it's mostly jealousy. People just get pissed off at the idea that Brooklyn Beckham's a millionaire, even though he's just a wee, that, a wee dick. Right, so I'm just Googling away there for two seconds and I ended up landing on Cosmopolitan. It's like um, people you didn't know were Nepo babies. Nicholas Cage... Yeah, Nicholas Cage. Another one that might be on the list is... But it's so weird. Who's Han Solo? No, fuck knows. Harrison Ford. But, like, this one's so strange. Nicholas Cage, I never knew this at all. So, his dad is August Coppola. So, the brother of Francis Ford Coppola. I think that rings up. I'm sure I'd heard that before. I'm just reading it, but... Yeah. Um, Harrison Ford's a famous one. Um, I think John Travolta's one as well. Um, obviously, Lily Allen's a quite a famous one. Yeah, yes. Sorry, I'm just looking. George Clooney. Yeah. George Clooney. Yes, he's a big one. Nepal child. Jennifer Aniston's a Nepal baby. Oh, I didn't know that. Um, That's a new one on me. Days of a Life. John Aniston. Ah, okay. Right, I'm not looking through all of these because it's 82. Like, that's a massive fucking list to put on a website. Like, put 10 of fucking 82. Right, uh, right, bounced about the, 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 just like basically the news today. Um, and I read that a man, have you ever had to dial 999? Um, I don't think I have dialed 999, no. Nah, neither have I. No. Yes, I've had it once. Um, I was driving down to England and my engine on my car blew up um, because I hadn't, I, hadn't, I hadn't been topping up the oil and the engine blew up and it happened like on the motorway and I didn't know what to do and I dialed 999. I broke down the Paisley Road West at like 8 in the morning on the way to work like with my old car, the electrics just went and nothing was gone. I didn't phone 999, I did phone 101 and I just said look, because right next to the bus stop yeah. So every time I bus stop, like, the PR was backed up, and um, they came out and helped me just like push it in onto the like middle verge. Um, I've never had to phone nine nine nine, but um, and did one you ever reason, phone as a child and a pranky. Nah, I would never prank nine nine nine. Used to phone the operator. And say what? I used to phone up and ask them if they wanted to hear a joke, and someone would say yes, and someone would say no and hang up, and if they said yes, she was just like. Tell them a, a joke that a living year old would tell somebody. Like a really uh-huh. joke. I, I was really hopeful you were going to say, Do you want to hear a joke? Yeah, you're a joke. <laughs> that was slightly the best. We used to have a, we had a phone number for a spa, a spa shop in Donegal in Ireland. And we used to phone them and antagonise them. I'm hanging through the phone book and finding a name, um, Joanna, like Mr. Joanna. So you phone, phone him up and go, like that. Hello. Mr. Joanna, do you want to fuck off? <laughs> <And he just laughs> <went up> repeatedly. 
Ah, I love that shit. I love it, I love it, I love it. And this is when we were probably about 17 or something. A little bit older and a little bit wiser, and we're still doing it. Well, I found that, so I'm a year older than you, or a calendar year older than you. I found that you did prankies as a youngster in a phone box, and then when mobile phones became a thing, that reinvented the prankies because you had instant access to a phone. Yeah, I remember phoning, I got into a phone box, and there was a Nickelodeon free phone number, and phoning it. And I don't know to this day, but I feel like I was live on the show. I felt like I was speaking to like a, a bubbly presenter and she was like, Hiya, Jack, how are you doing? Tell me about your uh, wacky dentist story. Did like, you say that your dentist took out all your teeth or something? No, I said the dentist took out the wrong teeth. <laughs> and she went, oh, 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 I hate it when that happens. <laughs> but it, it really, like like I said, I'll never ever know if I was live in Nickelodeon that time. But Maybe on YouTube somewhere, you never know. Uh, I, I very much, very much doubt it. I don't know. So why why are you asking me about dial nine 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 anyway? Because a guy uh, phoned nine 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 after eating uh, too much kebab. Full of donut. This is just the headlines, by the way. Like I, I don't, I don't know how much kebab he ate. So I'm going. To, I'm going to look it up. Nine nine nine. Too much kebab. Right. Let's see. Because like, if you eat. Like, say you ate 14 kebabs, you could oh. need to go to hospital. Oh, absolutely. Um, the person, so the person that was in Wales, right. and he phoned up, the operator said, tell me exactly what happened. He said, yesterday evening, we had some kebab, and I might have had a little bit more than I'm used to, and this morning <laughs> I've had a very, very, very painful stomach. She just had a sore belly the next day. <laughs> so it basically sounds like it. Like, I don't know, I think we've, we've all overindulged in a kebab or a curry or something and you felt like you've eaten too much, but usually <laughs> you, usually you sweat it out for a wee while and you feel better or you go for a job and then you feel better. It's not usually a case for phoning 999. Some of the things that people would phone 999 for are crazy. Um, I'm just going to Google it. There's, there's, I think that's why you're doing it. There's more on this story about other ones that people have phoned in for. Yeah, yeah. Um, apparently in Wales there was four hundred and fourteen thousand emergency calls in the last twelve months, right? An average of one hundred and eighty-eight per day, and sixty-eight thousand of them were were a waste of time. How many? Sixty-eight thousand out of four hundred and fourteen thousand. Wait, that's like fifteen percent. Um, 68,000 of 414 were not a life or death emergency and shouldn't have got out 999. A woman called, this is just on heartfm, heart.co.uk. A woman calling to say she had bought a cold kebab. How many (laughs) kebab phone calls? (laughs) (laughs) That's mad. Did the kebab people phone again? Kebab, please. (laughs) Yeah, the shop wouldn't replace it. Caller, a caller who missed their alarm so they were going to be late for a flight <laughs> so they wanted the police to take them to the airport oh my god <laughs> a woman who's seen a clown in London selling balloons for £5 each which was much more than the other clowns were charging <laughs> people are there's, you have to have an extremely high opinion of yourself to think it's okay to phone the police or phone 999 and say can I get a lift to the airport I'm going to miss my flight 
Yeah. Who the fuck cares if you miss your flight apart from you? That's your problem. A man calling to say that his 50 pence piece was stuck in a washing machine at the laundromat <laughs> and he wanted police to come and get it out. I, I, it's funny you should say that, right? I keep some pound coins in my car, right? Yeah. And um, I use them basically if I ever need to get a trolley somewhere. Mm-hmm. I've always got some pound coins. I stopped to Asda yesterday at Govan, right? I was getting tattooed just the afternoon and then I went to Asda Govan after it. Um, and I parked the car, went to get my pound coin. My pound coin lives in the centre console of my car and it was like bent in half. It was curling up at the sides. That's mad. And I don't know how it did it, but luckily I found another pound coin and it was fine. But this solid pound coin, which I think is made of like bronze or something like that, literally... <laughs> That'll do, yeah, it's not, but... They're not bronze, no? I don't know what it'd be like. Be like a mix of shit, I'd imagine. Nickel, maybe I don't know. It's, not, it's certainly not gold. It's not bendy. It's not like a piece. Yeah, of it should really bend it, but yeah. it was bending at the sides. And I've got no idea how it happened. Like the cold wouldn't do it. I don't think the heat would do it. I just don't get it. It's a mystery. Anybody listening that knows how that happened, let me know. A man, <laughs> a man who called nine 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 because he didn't know the number for one one one. When the the old banks, I work in a bank now, but the old banks that I worked in years ago, we used to have a customer who was an old fella, and it was the bank we worked for was famous for being the first twenty four hour contact center bank, right? Mm-hmm. And it's still a bit of a novelty; you could phone at any time and stuff like that. We had an old guy who used to phone and you say hello, how can I help you? And he would this would be three or four times a day. Hello, could you confirm? The time, please. Phone you for the time. And you'd go, it's 3.26. Okay. Thank you. Goodbye. And that was all he was phoning for to check the time. (laughs) Fucking hell. But, like, that that doesn't sound much, but him doing that three or four times a day, every single day, is, that's employing an extra person a year. Like, when you you resource a contact centre, he's cost that place probably £30,000. Mental. Woman dialed nine 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 to say there were men in her house trying to take her away. Uh, the men in question were the police who had come to arrest her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. That. Uh, right. Okay. Okay. What else was I reading today? So, did you watch the um, the uh, post office show on no, SGV? I've not watched it. I'm not going to watch it because that's good. So I'll tell you why I'm not going to watch it. I'm not going to watch it because I've got, I'm very, very prejudiced against ITV dramas. Right? Yeah, like one hundred percent. Like a lot of them, I think. Actually, the first episode or two, it's kind of like right, okay, this is all right, and generally, they're just shite. Yeah, but it was, it was really good. It was only four episodes. It was good. I also felt that if I watched it, I would get angry about it and annoyed about it, and I've seen enough about it in the news that it's made me think. That's not fair. That's a bit of shit. That's really, really shit. That shouldn't have happened. And I felt that was enough for me. I didn't want to get too invested in it because I think the the, the deeper you go into it, it's fucking horrendous. I was crying at the end. Yeah, bloody hell. At the end of the last episode. But anyway, um, so this, I love this. This. Um, oh, that's my dog. Sorry. Sorry. So, so what, just to say that, what, what was it that made you cry at the end? Was it somebody's story or was it just the overall thing? Oh, oh shut up, dog. Uh, it was like, the, the whole thing, it was like, it was so unfair, it was so unfair. 
And then at the end, when like the people who were like charged with theft and put in jail and had these charges hanging over them, they got acquitted. Um, that was just dead emotional. I enjoyed it. I thought it was really good. Um, I just got too much stuff to watch. Too much stuff to watch. But um, and the ITV thing puts me off. But it's but the bigger story for me is why. It's taken an ITV drama to make that to make government officials and politicians oh. care about this story and start talking about it. Uh, I heard um, that Scottish executive um, Hamza. He was saying um, that it was a disgrace and that he'd done so much about it at the time to try and stop it, and they went back and found out he'd done absolutely nothing. Um, it's just shocking, it really is. Yeah, so like, like I said, got a lot of. Um... Yeah, it's sad. So, like, this sub postmistress, I love this. She's like, I don't want a fucking apology. <laughs> I want my money back. Right. I was like, I spent 50 grand. She's like, because she would have to pay it back. And it was like 50 grand. She had to dip into a pension and shit like that. And she's like, I don't want a fucking sorry. I want, I want the Buddha back. Yeah, but some of these postmasters and stuff have killed themselves over this and stuff, haven't they? Uh, yeah, there's a bit in there. Um, yeah, there's a bit in the, the show. Guy just walks in front of a bus. Shocking. Makes me not want to buy any more stamps. Yeah. You mentioned Humza there, right? So, we don't normally speak about fucking politics and shit like that, but what do you think of like all the shit that's happening with the, the COVID stuff and um, the SNP stuff? Just, the fuck, man? <laughs> yeah. Um, we don't usually go into stuff like this too much, but I will do. It's, it's an absolute disgrace. Um... It's an absolute disgrace uh, to, to see that they had nightly rituals where they deleted all their messages. Um, had they brought that law in? Like, so, like, the, uh, like, the SNP brought in a law after the inquiry started, I think, saying, look, yeah, it's uh, we, we not a law, but, like, it's policy for us to delete our WhatsApp messages every week or whatever. Yeah. Um, I've got issues with, I've got, I've got issues with um, any executive or whatever they like to call myself, Parliament, Using WhatsApp to talk in the first place shouldn't be happening. Um, it's but but I, I, I was thinking about this. I was thinking, like, why not? Just because it's not an official. It's not an official work. Um, it's not an official work uh, protocol or communications device, and that's why they've been able to delete it. If they were using, like, um, say they were using Teams, which was an enterprise edition of Teams, mm-hmm. they wouldn't have the option to go and just delete it themselves. It would be there, and there'd be a record of it. But because yeah, they chose to use something like WhatsApp, it gave them control. Yeah. Um, I know a lot of people who had their lives turned upside down because of COVID and because of some of the things that, that those people decided to do and the decisions that they made, often not in the interest of science, often not in the interest of safety. A lot of it's in the interest of politics, and it was just completely wrong. Um, and Nicola Sturgeon in particular, referring to herself as... Scotland's chief mammy throughout it and at the same time she's sending inappropriate messages, she's deleting messages she's covering her arse and up to all sorts of stuff, the whole thing absolutely stinks and I hope it's the beginning of the end for this mob, I hope it's, it's going to be enough to wake enough people up to what they're up to and how bad they are and how hopeless they are and I, I'm, I'm not saying, when I say bad, I'm not sitting here saying they're evil I'm not saying they're corrupt, I'm just saying that they're fucking hopeless, mate. They're hopeless. I wouldn't trust them to run a bowling club. And they're wanting independence. They want to they they get given full autonomy of COVID, of the pandemic for Scotland. And 
it frightens me. So yeah, um, the whole thing's a disgrace, and I'd fucking throw a lot of them in jail, me. Throw a lot of them in jail. Yeah, fuck them. What do you think of this? Uh, the dentist. Uh, um, you see the messages he was trying to get like eight Aberdeen players banned or something. Yeah, I, I'd like to see his messages about Celtic and down Dubai. Um, uh, if he's getting involved in that, the Aberdeen outbreak, which was Aberdeen for Aberdeen players going to the pub, if I remember right, and going to pub in Aberdeen during the day, I'd, I'd love to see his messages about Dubai. Um, I doubt we'll ever see those. Um, he's a he's he's a big guy. Him, I don't think he's a I don't think he's a one way or another with the football. To be fair to him, I think he he looks, sounds, and talks like a big guy. Um, but yeah, he was quick to get involved and wanted his. He wanted to be the one that blamed that, that sorted out Aberdeen. So it'd be interesting to see his thoughts on Dubai and his thoughts on um, our celebrations when we won 55. So yeah, I'd, I'd like to see more of that, hopefully. Hopefully some of those aren't deleted. I noticed that was an iMessage, not a WhatsApp. So good old Apple saving the day with the iMessages getting reserved. They were saved. Yeah, like I say, I don't follow it too closely. It's just a fucking car crash, but... It's a joke. It's just a joke. Speaking of car crashes, like I'm really surprised that um, <laughs> this next story didn't end up in a car crash. So we're going to Thailand, right? Okay, never been. And, no, I've never been. Um, I think if you, it's one of the ones you go yourself. It's like, oh, <laughs> you creepy bastard. <laughs> yeah, we know why you're going there. Yeah, you're going to be banging ladyboys. <laughs> But they arrested this woman um, who had a pet lion just in her car. Just like a big just driving about with a lion. Like, it was like, a pen lion as well, wasn't it? Oh, it was a crack and more, eh? Yeah, Could you buy a, a lion? A lion? Would I buy a lion? Well, if you, if you, had, if you had the means. I don't think so. No, um, me neither. No, I don't fancy a lion. Like, I don't think a lion does anything that a dog wouldn't. I don't think I'd get anything from a lion that I wouldn't get for a big dog. Oh, you get much less because, like, well, you kind of like play with a lion. No, you, I've, I've seen people that I've seen people that adopt baby lions, and they bring them up and they have some sort of a connection to them and stuff mm. like that. But like, there's a famous video of a lion, and the guy that adopted it and brought it up, when it got too big, he put it back into the wild, and then he was reunited with it like twenty years later, and the lion remembered them and came up and cuddled them and stuff like that. But yeah, I think I've seen that video. I just, I, even if I brought a lion up, I wouldn't trust it 20 years later to not eat me because its job is to eat me. So yeah. I wouldn't do it. I don't know. I saw a really creepy thing on TikTok this week. Everything I see is on TikTok. Um, mm-hmm. It was a guy, t- and he was in Florida, and he was talking about how important polarised sunglasses are. And he was standing next to, like, the creek or the swamp, basically, and it showed you the view through his sunglasses to the swamp, and it was just dark water. And then he put polarized sunglasses on, and a fucking big alligator just appeared in the water. And you could, it was there the whole time, but you couldn't see it with normal sunglasses. But with the polarized ones, you saw this big bastard thing just sitting there waiting. You see them fucking round about golf courses and shit like that over there? Aye, yeah. I've, I've, so I've stayed in Florida, and they've come up our street. There's been one, ones walking up our street. We stayed in a particular villa one year that had phone numbers up in the villa that you had to phone if a gator was spotted because it was such a common event that they walked up and down the street and stuff. Mm-hmm. Have they not got like um, like special swimming pools and a lot of sort of houses that so like alligators and shit just kind of like go for a swim in your back garden? 
So basically, if you've got a pool in Florida, you should have a thing called a lanai around it, which is a it's it's like a really really thin net that goes around your whole back garden basically, and it's designed to keep well, keep animals out. It keeps mostly like insects and stuff out more than anything. Um, if a gator wants insects. to get through it, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because like insects are really bad over there. Like there's just like fire ants and other bits and pieces that keeps them out of the pool and stuff. Um, right. But it's it's not going to stop a gator. It will slow a gator down a little bit, but a gator will bite through it. It's just a net. Um, like we, we had we had a hurricane when I was there one time, and the hurricane took the lanai down. So if the hurricane can do it, then an alligator certainly can. Um, but yeah, you do have like a covery thing over your whole back garden usually, but it's it's not just for gators. It's more for all Florida wildlife sort of thing. Yeah, for sure. Like you've got a pretty low opinion of DJs, yeah? Yeah, they just press play basically, don't they? They just press play, right? Fair enough. This guy definitely sounds like a guy that just uh, presses play. <laughs> for, yeah, a wedding DJ. Right. He, he, he filmed it as well. For some reason, he just took a piss on a 72-year-old cancer patient and then posted the video online. Right, okay. That's are you going to BBC it was on BBC News, so are you gonna like that this is gonna be news for patrons. This was all last week if you're on the public feed. Right. You're on a seventy two year old cancer patient and posted the video online. I like I don't I don't even know why, like I don't know I don't know if he knew. I'm gonna like I, I hate cancer patients and I just pissed them. <laughs> I, I hate know. cancer patients. Right. Like, take that, yeah. Yeah, dying bastard. Yeah, I'm, I'm just um, I'm googling it as well. Lee Brookfield of Clanelli. Oh, he looks like a prick. He looks like a prick. What a funny guy. Yeah, he does. Jailed for fourteen weeks. Yeah, the um, judge told him that he'd mocked a vulnerable victim. Well, yeah, he pissed on him. Like that's <laughs> that's oh, really mocking. Snapchat. Did he? Oh, yeah, he put it on Snapchat. Um. Happened in a toilet in a tennis and squash club on Boxing Day. Um, Peter Barton was at a urino when Lee Brookfield started speaking to him. Barton was telling him they'd been unwell due to cancer diagnosis, and the defender proceeded to urinate on his back. He filmed himself urinating and posted the footage on Snapchat, and it began to go viral. Um, Barton was completely shocked after being informed of what had happened the following day by members of the tennis club. Um, yeah. That's not I something you, you sort of think about when you think about the tennis club, you know. No, like you don't. I'm a, I go to. I, I'm a social member of a tennis club, and there's no person involved in it. We 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 do a pub. I've been in. I've been in that. I've been in that club. Yeah. Um, Barton said, "When I saw this video, I felt I actually cried. I couldn't believe someone would do that to another person. I feel his actions were absolutely disgusting." Um, the judge gave him 14 weeks in order to pay Barton 500 pounds compensation. Listen to this guy's verbatim comment. It's just something me and the boys do when we are drunk. <laughs> My oh. God. It's um, such a fucking... Oh. He's an arsehole, obviously. It's something me and the boys do when we're drunk, and until watching the video back, I didn't realise that a nice gentleman next to me was going through <laughs> health problems. Oh, That's fucking wild. <laughs> what a dick. But oh, yeah, like... I don't like many DJs, to be honest. Um, there's a Scottish DJ who's really good called Susie Mack. Um, she's from Paisley. She lives in Paisley, Jack. She's local to you. Um, 
I think you'd like her if you looked her up. Susie Mack. Susie Mack. She's on Instagram as Miss Susie Mack. S-U-Z-I-E-M-E-C. Did you see her on TikTok? She's on TikTok and Instagram. She's um, she's good, good, good at good at the old DJ. DJ and founder of Louder Creative Agency, followed by seven people you know. And one of them's you. Great though. Mm. Right, okay. Yeah, check her Sweet. out. Sweet. I probably won't. Don't listen to. I don't listen to a lot of music. I used to like know DJs like twenty yeah. years ago, but not anymore. Um, another thing that's been sort of like probably. Um, a lot of people have heard about it is this, this whole shit like um, subscri- I was going to say subscription that's not the right word this whole shit where you, you, like, you, need, you need to do national service or whatever national service yeah because of the fear of Russia is this yeah it's this uh, Patrick Sanders guy um, saying we don't have enough reserve forces so people could get called up like, we're probably too old for it now but like if your door went chap 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 what would your excuse be? Like, I can't do it because I'd say I've, I've got gout. I think that would get me out of it. I think my first excuse was just I don't want to do it. Like, I'm not doing it. I don't care enough. To Aye, do but it. like, if it's like you, 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 need, um, you need to do it unless yeah. you've got gout. I'd well, I'd probably I'd probably point towards my poor optical health. So my um, eye, my eyes are very bad. I'm a minus seven and a half prescription. End up so shooting their own cunt. <laughs> that would hopefully get me out of it. I've got a bad back and a bad leg, and I'm in, I'm extremely unfit. So yeah. I'd like to think one of those three things, if not all of them, would get me out of it as well. Um, I think it'd be a really different thing, Jack, because the last time they needed to do this during the war, sixteen-year-olds, eighteen-year-olds, twenty-year-olds were very different people to what they are now. Um, what not little gimps? <laughs> well, yeah, well, that's sounds, probably... it sounds like such an old man now, but. No, but it's true. Like they've all got various issues these days. Um, I don't think they would galvanise behind a politician the way that people galvanise behind Churchill, for example. I can't imagine Rishi Sunak being a guy that your average sixteen or eighteen year old would think. <laughs> I'll put my my heart on the line for that guy. Um, a five foot six dickhead. <laughs> yeah, with, with so much money, I don't know why he does that job. Like, That's mad, why isn't are you it? working? Like this, um, like hundreds of millions he's got. Oh. Hundreds of millions. And just quit, mate. Just, just can go on holiday. <laughs> go to the Maldives and live there and be amazing. Live the best life. It's like I used to say the same thing about Stephen Gerrard when he was an Rangers manager. Just like, why is Stephen Gerrard going to this castle? Like, you get, imagine having the money Stephen Gerrard does and you still want a job that works weekends. It doesn't make sense. Um, but yeah, I, I just think these sixteen-year-olds wouldn't want to do it, and I also don't think they'd be very good, Jack. Like, let's be. Oh, no, I wouldn't want them defending Let's me. Let's think about young people we know, right? A lot of people listening to this will be aware of young Xander. Young Xander, young Xander that does, does the other pod that we do. Right. He's only 21 or 22 or something like that. Yeah, hopeless. Yeah, he is hopeless. Can you imagine making him a soldier? No, never. <laughs> right, it's... It's a fucking stupid idea. idea. <laughs> yeah. Um, you've got a step boy, would you want him to be a soldier? <laughs> oh, fuck, no. no. Not at all. It's just, it's crazy. Um, so yeah, it's it's a ridiculous idea, and I think it would do more harm than it would do good. Um, yeah, but what words, words hurt these little people? <laughs> yeah, so imagine like getting, getting like do ten push ups. 
Oh no, I can't. I can, I can't do push-ups because um, it's against. I, I believe in my thumbs, and I don't think my thumbs should be harmed because yeah, thumbs are sensitive beings. Um, we sound really, we sound like really old bastards that watch TV. News do you know what? I've, I've embraced it now, and genuinely, <laughs> I was watching a bit of comedy today, and fuck, I forgot the guy's name. Um, I was pissing myself, absolutely pissing myself. Um, he's called, there'll be tons of listeners that know who he is. Right Mick Miller. Mick Miller. He's like a, a Scouse guy, but he was about, like he sort of came from the, the school of like the 70s. Right. Bernard Mann and all that sort of shit. And I was, like, he's kind of like grown up a bit. And this special that I was watching was maybe recorded in, well, he was, what was he talking about? I'm just going to go and see what it looks like. It looks like fucking like a shit Hulk Hogan, almost. He's got that exact haircut. <laughs> a shit Hulk Hogan? He's got the hair, oh, just that shit yeah, hair. Yeah, just that shit him. haircut. Yeah, oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, look at that haircut. This but mate, just... honestly, like, can you, like, there's a 20 minute best of on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Just watch it. Um, yeah. And he's like, like of that age, he, he wasn't like doing a lot. He wasn't doing. He wasn't doing like any fucking like Chinaman voices or anything like that. <laughs> but I was absolutely pissed myself at this guy. Okay, um, I will look him up. There's a comedian that I've quite been enjoying recently. Um, his name is Matt Reif. I'd like the the hottest guy ever <laughs> as he well. Is a man, yeah, he's a handsome man. Have you seen any of his like <laughs> like like images on Google? Uh, no, they're good. Well, he's like a fucking, he's like a supermodel. Yeah, he's, he's a good-looking guy. Um, I just I did a good job and search there for him. He's also funny, but most of the things I've seen him doing, I've not seen much of the way of a routine from him. Most of the stuff I've seen is just people work, crowd work, talking to the folk in the crowd and stuff like that, and he's very good at that. I, I watched, yeah, if you're talking about crowd work, again, anybody listening as well, there's a guy called Frenchy, right? He's an Australian comedian, and his crowd work. I watched genuinely fifty four videos of his over the cast. Got because he's got a playlist. Right, it's just okay. crowd work. Like eight minutes long, two minutes long, eleven minutes long. So they sort of like uh, fluctuate in length. Uh-huh. But I watched all, all fifty of them over the past couple of days. And b- because it's good, I take it. Because his crowd work's the best that I've ever. I've seen because his crowds are wild. There's right. like a few of them where there's like running battles, people getting flung out, and he he's just fucking loving it. He absolutely loves it. But yeah, Frenchy. There's there's one that comes up a lot on TikTok and Instagram, and I've actually blocked him on Instagram because I hate him. Um, a comedian called Paul Smith, Scouser. Right. Okay. I know who you're talking about. He's yeah. really cheeky and obnoxious to the people, but not in a funny way. He's like, what do you do, mate? What do you what do, you do lad, you prick? Yeah, uh-huh. Uh, I know who you're talking you're about. You're punching, mate, up on it. I really don't like him. I, I read somewhere that he's one of the richest comedians in the UK now. He's, he's worth a fortune and people love him. Yeah, I think he runs that. I think he either runs or owns that hot, hot water. water. Yeah. He yeah. just comes across like an utter prick. Yeah, no, I'm not a massive fan of him. Although I was watching some... Um, fuck, here we go again... <laughs> These are all my recommendations. I can't remember. I posted it on uh, Twitter today, actually. Um, some of the guys' one-liners. 
I need a comedian called um, fucking hell. Gary Delaney. Oh yeah, I know the name. Yes, I know the name. Yeah. I'm just going to read some. I think these are these are. That's cool. We'll not get cancelled. Nobody's like nobody's going to care. Um, I pumped my escort. I pumped my escort full of diesel. She died. I went to the supermarket and had a special on. He collects trolleys. <laughs> Times are hard for people on disability benefits. I have a friend that's a dwarf and he's struggling to put food on the table. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they get worse. Um, I pulled a sick of the other day, one of the perks of working at the hospital. <laughs> and this one... <laughs> it's when paedophiles have kids that they really come into their own. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, he's <laughs> oh, yeah. fucking brilliant, honestly. Um, yeah, so sorry about that, guys. But that was... Um, uh, let me see, a couple more stories. One more story. Right, okay. and then we'll just we'll kind of carry over this stuff to... Uh, RBR. Excellent. Like, America, like, they, they shoot people, they electrify people, all that sort of shit, but they've come up with something new in Alabama, and it's to pump um, a guy full of nitrogen gas until he dies. Okay. Um, it's in Alabama? Of course it is. Famously yeah. forward-thinking state. Um, so what does pumping somebody with nitrogen gas actually do to them? It doesn't sound like your main way to die. Well, that's it. I think, like, the... Again, I've just got sort of read the headline, but I think that the laws were arguing that it was sort of, um, like you say, cruel and inhumane to do it. So the the UN have said that it, it's it's like torture. Right. Um, uh, what happens? Um, it's the most hu- the state attorney there says it's the most humane method ever devised. Right. But the prison the prisoner's legal team says it's not. Um, it's, it's not like you can ask the person like how was that. You couldn't, could you? Part, well, part of this has came about because they're struggling to get our hands on the lethal injection. Um, yeah, because yeah, they st- stopped um, making the chemicals or something, or they became illegal or something like that. So Alabama, Oklahoma and Mississippi uh, permitted nitrogen gas as an alternative back in 2022. Um, and Alabama is one of the highest execution rates in the USA. They've got 165 people currently sitting on their death row waiting to get uh, killed. Um, waiting to get fucked up. Yeah. Um, I'm just reading some of the stuff that says they'll pump full of gas for 15 minutes and then for at least five more minutes after his ECG monitor shows his heart has stopped. Right. Um, nitrogen makes up 78% of the air we breathe, but increasing, increasing the concentration reduces the oxygen and that becomes fatal, and you'll die from nitrogen asphyxiation. Right. So, yeah, you're going to choke to death, basically. That's fucking horrendous. Um, I've no idea what this guy done or anything, so I'm not I'm not putting that into my thought process just now. I'm just thinking that's pretty Yeah, nothing good, you know. No, it it'll, be, it'll be a bad bastard, I'm sure, but I think there's a difference between the lethal injection or something where it's, it's quick and easy compared to some, somebody actually physically choking to death. That's pretty horrendous. Yeah. I do think, like, just chopping somebody's head off rapid would be, like, the quickest way to do it. Like the old guillotine type thing, old French guillotine sort of yeah, thing? Yeah, basically. Or the the firing squad is obviously another one as well, which this I don't think they do now, but that was one they used to use back in the day. Yeah. And that was... I, I quite liked the idea behind that was there was eight people, I think, shooting, 
So you never know if you're the one that actually killed the guy, which is quite good because sometimes you don't want that over your head when you retire, thinking I've killed five people. Yeah. Um. So I get that, but yeah, that just people shouldn't be killing anybody. Like, I don't think the death row should be a thing anymore. No. Um, and it certainly shouldn't be a thing where they're devising new horrific ways of killing people, like choking people to death. It's. I think some people deserve to die. Some people do deserve to die, but I don't think there's. In the world we live in, I don't think we have the evidence yet to prove that without a shadow of a doubt that they've done it. Like, you think Jeffrey Dahmer deserved to die? Jeffrey Dahmer probably did deserve to die, yes. But are these like serial killers where it's like, oh, you've got all the bones under your house? You, <laughs> how do you differentiate that though? You, you, what you would need to do for that to be a thing is to have a law where you you often get you, penalty if a, if, a, if a crime's horrific, but surely a murder is a murder. If I murdered no, you with a car, why should no, I be no, killed? Whereas somebody no, no, no. murdered you with a... No, no, there's, there's, there's different levels of murder, and that's why there's different levels of murder. But I, no, I, I don't I don't mean like I've, I've killed you by accident in my car. I mean, I've purposely drove over you. Or you pre right, you went, I'm going to run him over. Yeah, I'm going to run Jack over, he's a prick. And I just aim my car at you and fucking put the foot, foot down and killed you. Why would that be 20 years in jail? Whether Jeffrey Dahmer gets the death penalty? No, like I, I, I don't have the answers. I, I was just yeah. saying I, I think some people deserve to be put down for the some stuff that they did. I could name loads, to be fair. We've mentioned mm-hmm. some on this pod. Um, but I don't know. It's I think it's a frightening thing to start making those sort of decisions. It really is. But yeah. State back mother. Yeah, like, like, this, this is where I, like nuance comes into conversation because there's, there's like I, I get the arguments for and against it. Yeah. I don't need to fucking 100% take a side. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, no, I get it. I do get it. I just think that the whole justice system is a bit of a mess and I don't trust any of it enough to give them the power to kill people. It's, it, I think it should be... Oh, there's been people that have been... It isn't people that should get it. When it's undoubtedly, there's no appeal that can happen. There's no doubt they've done it. You've got hundred percent stone cold evidence. Then okay, I get it. Even then, it's quite barbaric. Yeah, there's definitely people that have been put down that haven't done anything. Yeah, well, the the last person hung in the UK was a guy called uh, Derek Bentley, and uh, Derek it Bentley was wasn't that person. long ago, really, was it? It was like uh, he was accused I want to of say the fifties or something like that. But... I think it was later than that, but he was accused of murder. 70s? Possibly the 70s. He was accused of murder. 73 and, um, maybe, that's my guess. Yeah, he was accused of murder and it's later it's later came out that he was he had special needs and he basically had the brain capacity of like an 11 year old or something like that and he was totally coerced in his interviews and it was pinned on him basically and um, there's a film about it called Let Him Have It which tells the story of it a little bit than I am just now. That was like the last year. Yeah, Derek Bentley. And I think the guy that actually did it was a guy called Christopher Craig. And it's a really interesting story. Um, and it's one of the reasons why you don't have hanging and corporal punishment here anymore. Because yeah. of that. The last public execution in Glasgow was in 1867. 1867? Yeah, and it was at Glasgow Green. It was like it was like Green. And you went to see this guy get hung. <laughs> Do you? I'm sure we've discussed this before. It's one of my favourite facts. Do you know where the public hangings happened in Germany? Yeah, 
Spandau. Yes, Spandau, and that's why the the group Spandau Ballet are called Spandau Ballet because when that's they hung there for the person after they were dead, their feet would twitch, and used to call it the Spandau Ballet. Yeah, we've definitely discussed that before. It's one of my favourite facts. I love it. It's one of my favourites. Right, I think that'll do us today. Yeah, yeah, it's a nice, it's a nice warm thing to finish on. Um, yeah, for sure. I like it. Um, this was good. This was good research, Jack. This was good shit, and I'm I'm glad we're going to carry it forward onto RBR, which people listening to this will probably have heard before because RBR will come out first. Um, but there's some good stuff, and we'll hear the the sage of Solcoats. Um, as thoughts on. I might put well. this out tonight, Patreon, but for the patrons right here, other than oh, RBR for the good guys. Um, by the way, uh, just while we're on, um, and this is not me saying we should do this because I absolutely think we should not do this. I don't want to do this. It's a terrible idea. But I got a tweet, a DM on Twitter this week from a guy um, about something. And after I spoke to him about the thing he tweeted me about, he said, by the way, please do a long-term memory live show. I want to come. Nobody wants a long-term memory live show. Give me what I want. <laughs> that, oh, yeah. No. Um, nah, let me just tell you his name because he's obviously a big fan if he wants that nonsense. Um, Talking about nonsense name. ideas, I sent you a, a WhatsApp and you must have been like, what, what the fuck are you talking about? I kind of want to interview a kid as right. if they were an adult. <laughs> yeah. Like like a, like a nine-year-old, just a conversation with him. Right, I don't know any nine-year-olds. <laughs> no, like, well, I've... Um, if any listeners have got a nine-year-old they want to put on the pod and we interview them, then let us know in the comments. Yeah, just have a... Just see what they've got to say about stuff. Yeah, I bet it's quite interesting. Kid, they do say kids say the funniest things, so... Yeah. Yep. So if you get any beans out there... They want to come on a pod. <laughs> let us know. <laughs> and we promise we won't say anything really bad. We'll be nice and we are, we are nice people. We're not going yeah, to say anything. Sort of, sort of yeah. Do you know why, what, why I'm saying that? Why? Because Theo Vaughn interviewed his two nephews. Right. And they, were okay. like, they were like eight and ten or something. Was it good? He's obviously Theo Vaughn. Yeah. But yeah, it was, it was funny, man. Okay. Cool. I enjoyed yeah. it. Well, if you've got an eight or nine year old um, and Send them they to us. shy and they would actually talk to us, then why not? We'll make them famous. Yeah. And um, we'll, um, we'll. Colin's niece has got a boy that's about eight. Yeah. He's in P4. We'll buy them some sweeties or something to say thank you. Yeah. Um, he's off his nut, but he's like, uh, I think he's got something undiagnosed, to be honest. But... Right, we can't have one like you've said that. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Shit. <laughs> okay, anyway. Um, I will speak to you. Right, wee man, Jack says you're mental. <laughs> you, you are off your rocker. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear right okay fun as always thank you for listening folks Colin I personally don't think there's anybody still listening and if they are they're pretty hardcore long term memory fans and I would be expecting them to go and sign up to our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash wrong term memory or by clicking the link in the show notes absolutely and if for whatever reason they can't do that and paying for content isn't their bag they can still offer us continual support by leaving a rating and a review wherever you listen to your podcasts